Hi, welcome to In Bed with Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. (laughs) And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from my emails directly and anonymously sent to me, together we'll explore everyday experience from people just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from that clerk that checked you out with your groceries. I could be reading from that couple that invited you up to that room to watch them fuck. I could be reading from that couple that you watched at the restaurant last night. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic fantasies you want to share or anything else, you can send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. You can also reach me on Twitter and Instagram at D-Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, 162. Remember, by submitting a story or question, you certify the stipulations are true. You are the sole creator of the submission. You are 18 years or older, legally able to write, submit erotic or pornographic material, stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage role play, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. And you're releasing all rights to the creation. How y'all doing this week? I am doing wonderful. And of course, I record this on Monday, but I this made me think because I had this couple reach out to me and they were having a very erotic and sensual time together. I don't know what they did, but do you do that with your partner? Do you take them out for an adventure away from your surroundings away from everything. And I know things are different and things are chaotic right now, but have you found a way to keep your inhibitions, your outside the box, your adventures going? It could be as simple as doing a staycation, maybe sleeping in your guest room and watching another couple live on camera anonymously and getting off to that. It could be as simple as meeting a stranger on Zoom or something and being erotic with them. Or it could be adventurous as I sent this to somebody special. It's your birthday and you come over. You had saw that I had packed us a suitcase and I told you to shower and be ready in a few minutes. I had a surprise weekend planned for us. I didn't tell you where we were going, but I think you'll enjoy it. We arrive in a small town about two hours away from home. I check in and I have you unpack the Jeep. You have your usual afternoon horniness and trying to get things started. I gently push you away and tell you that there is something we have to do that's time sensitive and that she'll have to wait, but I will make it up to you. I promise. There's a knock at the door. I go to answer and let, let them enter and I kiss them very deeply. I walk over to you, kiss you deeply. You recognize them as the person we've been responding to together. I tell you to sit in the chair. You can touch yourself, if you please, but you may not come. This is for your birthday, and I want it to be ever so special for you. Could you do that for your partner? Could you set something up like that? Could you go as far as watching them? Or 
if you were the one told to sit in the chair? Could you follow instruction with the promise of a very satisfying yet fulfilling finish for you? Hmm. It's a thought, I think. So keep the questions, confessions coming. I'm really enjoying this little segue that I have going on here. Um, so here we go. These are the ones that drop for the week. Dear Nikki, if you interact with someone and you feel an immense energy from them and you're 99% sure it's sexual energy, how do you bridge the gap? In your opinion, how do you open the door to peek in and see if it's sexual? What could I say to open the door to potential sex if the subject has not come up? I think for me, it's touch. My love language, as they can say, is touch. So I touch a lot um, if I'm really into somebody. Um, so a hand on the knee, um, arm, shoulder, hand, um, and pulling back. And if they're receptive to that, maybe a little tracing. And from there, though, like if you're tracing their thigh up and down, not inner thigh, and kissing. Um, from here, though, after this, this is where I would be like, it's getting to where we're about to take clothes off, I think. And I would absolutely ask if you're sure. Kind of like um, if you're meeting a lover for the first time and you know it's right about to go there. There's nothing wrong um, in saying, are you sure? Are you okay with this? Um, it shows open communication. That's the first sign of being open and communicative that you can trust me. If I'm checking in on you to say, are you sure you want to put your dick in my pussy? Are you sure you want to lick me? Are you sure? You know, no, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying every step. Um, but going back, I would say if you're unsure there and, and you're kind of hesitant, there's nothing wrong with saying, are you okay with this? Um, give the person option to say no. Um, always, 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 if you're hesitant or unsure, check up, check in with your partner, even if it's your one night stand, check in. Dear Nikki, how often would you ideally be having sex? I like some sort of sexual contact every day, not necessarily meaning the actual physical act of sex. Um, there's something that it, like the saying goes, too much of an abundance can get boring. So, um, but just to even walk by and touch your partner, um, in some sort of, I'm into you, I'm here, you know, that kind of thing. My love language is to definitely touch. So that's how I communicate that I'm into my partner. That's how I like him to know, even if I'm walking by just to grab a water out of the fridge, or if he's cooking at the stove, come up behind him and reach under that shirt while he's cooking in boxers at my stove and let him know and kiss him on the shoulder and have that brief moment of, mm, don't you remember you just being inside me? So yes, um, those are my things that I like to do. I like to have that and daily life gets so complicated, gets so busy. So I believe I like to end my ending with my evenings with some kind of relationship checkup. And ladies, I'm not saying girl to guy and gentlemen, the same thing. What I'm saying is it's very nice to end your evening in each other's arms or laying side by side and just touching. And it could be about the most simplest thing in the world. It can be about your day. It could be about, um, why you think they named did the Smurfs blue instead of yellow and why you think this, you know, anything, any, but insert anything stupidly um, funny here or even serious. Touching each other when you're talking about things like that 
communicates so much more than what words can say. Um, there's a reason why I, in as sexual as it sounds, gentlemen, it is what it is. There's something that there's nothing like just being able to, for me to lay next to my partner and have his cock and balls in my hand and just lay there and maybe, you know, I know what's going to cause, but still, and, and, and I do pay off if it, you want to go there. However, it doesn't have to, it grounds me. I, I, I like touching on top of boxers and briefs or underneath if we want to go there, but running my hand through my partner's chest hair and just listening to him lulls me, relaxes me. And it's also very intimate, but the physical act, at least every other day, I let me go down on you and no reciprocation. You can go down on me if you want. Same thing. Um, sex, absolutely. But I need sexual contact at least every day. Doesn't have to be the actual physical act. Remember that. But I consider it a uh, checkup per se for me. What about you? Dear Nikki, one time when I was 24, my lady at the time and I went on a road trip for the weekend. During the road trip, I started to get tired and my lady didn't want to drive, so she proceeded to give me road head to wake me up. She started and it was great, but hard to focus on the road, so I quickly pulled into a parking lot and parked and proceeded to lay my seat back. She proceeds to use the huck, huck, double back, no gob slobber 5000 patent pending technique <laughs> and I come in five minutes flat. My girl gets up to spit. Normally she doesn't swallow. And when she sits up and rolls down the window to spit, a guy walked up to her window to tell us that we were in a reserved parking spot and we needed to move. She was forced to swallow a big <laughs> audible gulp and let him know we were leaving. We pulled off and found a secluded area to fuck because we were both so turned on by almost getting caught. Honestly, we did so much that weekend, but that was the best part in my opinion. Also, until we broke, she was always swallowed after that. So my question is this to you. Is it considered roadhead if you pull over into a parking lot and are parked and not driving, Eric? <laughs> oh, the Hayek, Hayek, double back, no gag, gob, slobber 5000? Nice. <laughs> As you can see, I didn't make it through that one without trying to, yeah, anyway. Ah, wow, technical. Hmm, I should have sent this one to my editor, Darcy, for a question. So, Gentlemen, is it considered roadhead if you're not driving? Like if you had to pull off like this guy did into a parking lot, is it considered still roadhead? If you want to get really technical about it, it's asphalt, unless you're parked on a grass. So uh, clearly they weren't. So if we go with really, really technical, um, yeah, because it's asphalt or concrete, I guess, depending. According to Urban Dictionary, Roadhead is this, uh, had received on a lengthy car ride to ensure normal blood circulation to lower extremities. Doctors recommend this once hourly. <laughs> so according to Urban Dictionary, if we're going to go this far, it has to be a lengthy car ride. So it is not even considered roadhead if she starts to do it five minutes down the road or depending on how long the, okay, I'm going too deep into this. What do you think? Was his roadhead or is it need, um, is it car lot or car space head? I guess we should say. I really want to know what you guys think. 
on this one because I'm leaning, according to Urban Dictionary, I'm leaning towards no. But if we go on previous technicalities, uh, she started while giving head while he was driving. He just, you know, so maybe I'm going with maybe. What do you guys think? You know what time it is? It's time to sit back, relax. Let's pour some gin and juice. Indigo, of course. And explore some erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, I have the amazing privilege of being married to a beautiful Latina wife. She's 5'1", with an absolutely stunning brown ass, firm round tits. Her smile lights up a room. She's truly the life of the party. Several years ago, our first and only hot wife experience was with my best friend, Evan. He was a lifelong friend who happened to be infatuated with my wife, Donna. He would always tell me how I was so lucky and how given the chance would love a chance at making love to her. Over the years, I would watch my wife and Evan flirt constantly and smile as I watched Evan staring at her ass and body, knowing what he was thinking. Evan was handsome with brown wavy hair and an athletic body. He was married with two kids. Our families would vacation together and Evan would spend time oogling Donna as she wore her bikini. Donna and I would talk about the possibility of the two of them getting together. We would make love daily and our sex talk focused on the two of them fucking. Donna was very attracted to him. She always talked about how she wanted to suck his cock someday. Well, that day arrived and was planning for Evan's 50th birthday. Donna's 10 years younger than us. Donna took Evan out to dinner to a strip club for a lap dance as a present. I was working, so our house was empty. They returned to our house, where Donna gave him an unforgettable lap dance of her own, followed by two hours of amazing sex. Donna came three times and ended up with Evan coming all over her face. After Evan left, I arrived home from work to find my wife, still naked on the couch, covered in my best friend's cum. I kissed her passionately, cleaning her face and we both made love until four in the morning. I truly love the feeling of reclaiming my sexy wife. She went over every detail of her sex session with Evan. The only thing she complained about was that Evan never went down on her. Donna loves being the recipient of oral pleasure and loves to have her entire ass licked and kissed. This monumental event fueled our desire, and we relived that moments for years. We've told Evan that this was one-time birthday surprise and didn't want his wife to find out. It would crush her. But all three of us knew we wanted to explore further. Years went by with no sexual contact between Donna and Evan, but we often reminisced together. It was the end of the summer, last week of a long, hot, humid stretch of weather. It was a Tuesday, and I was leaving for work around five in the afternoon. I was excited because I had planned a date with my beautiful wife. She promised to wear a sexy and revealing dress that showed off her amazing ass and plenty of cleavage. She also made the promise not to wear any panties. All day at work, I was thinking nonstop of what she looked like and how other men would check her out. As I left the office and walked towards my car in the garage, I spotted a familiar car coming down the street. The car pulled over and I could see my best friend smiling as he rolled down the window. After a quick conversation, Evan asked if I was up for tonight. He said his wife was at the beach with the kids and thought maybe we could see a movie. I told Evan I had a dinner date with Donna. Without missing a beat, I asked, why don't you join us? Thinking he would say no, it surprised me when he said sure. I told him to meet us at 7.30 p.m. He agreed and said that he was going to shoot home to shower and change and meet us there. I quickly called the restaurant and changed the reservations from 2 to 3. I got home around 5.45 p.m. 
Donna was not home, so I quickly jumped in the shower. While I was soaping up, my mind raced about what would happen during and after dinner. Donna and I were rekindling our lust for having her having sex with Evan. We talked about it during sex and through texting. Evan even sexted Donna one night, and it was a hot and steamy conversation. During my shower, I got rock hard, and I stroked it while thinking of the possibilities. After showering, I was choosing my outfit when I heard Donna come home. She called out, I'm jumping in the shower. I'm going to get dressed really soon. While she was showering, I opened the bathroom door and said, I ran into Evan after work and told him we were going out to dinner tonight. He said his family's out of town and asked if he could join us. This was a little white lie. I told Donna that I said it would be great if he joined us. I waited for her response. I was thinking she was going to freak out or get mad and say, you're putting too much pressure on me. Her response was, awesome. Can I still wear the same outfit? I was thrilled and told her, please wear it with no panties. She replied, you got it. We got dressed and I made her a tall vodka and soda. I made it extra strong with a lot of lime. I wanted her juices flowing. We got into the car. Donna was very excited and talkative. She never looked hotter. A true hot wife outfit. Her legs were crossed in the car and she exposed her brown thighs. I got hard just looking at her. She was showing her ample tits and not wearing any panties. The outfit was white. So if you look closely, you could see she was commando. I wondered if Evan would notice too. I'm sure he would. He studies my wife's every move. He was obsessed with her and I loved it. I was a little nervous about dinner and the conversation. Donna drank the entire drink before we arrived at the restaurant. She was getting loose and talkative. I knew the night was going to be fun because Donna it was in her hot and sexy mood. She was about to have dinner with two guys that adored her and wanted to fuck her every chance they could. This made her feel sexy and a little moist. We arrived and I drove to the lower part of the parking lot and spotted Evan's car. He must have just arrived. I parked next to his car as he was just getting out. Evan waited for me to park and opened Donna's door for her. Donna took his hand and he helped her out. I noticed that her dress was hiked up a little high and when she turned to get out, she spread her legs a little wide, possibly on purpose. Her legs looked amazing and I could see our guest's eyes were looking right where I was. As she got out, Evan hugged and gave her a small peck on the lips. Evan was wearing jeans and a button shirt. You could tell he was fresh out of the shower. I exited the car and made my way to the back of the car. Evan and Donna were arm in arm, so I decided to take the other arm. We made small talk as we walked about a hundred yards to the restaurant. I was glad we made reservations because it was packed. The hostess said it would be 10 minutes, so I ordered us a round of drinks. Donna wasted no time and drank hers pretty quick. Evan drank his first beer in record time too. Maybe he was nervous too. We were shown to our table and it was in the back against the wall in private. The waitress came right away and took another drink order. Donna started her third vodka and soda and it was our second beer. Donna was seated to my right in the booth and Evan was sat across from her. I think he positioned himself there so he could stare at my wife's magnificent tits. We ordered our meals and drank our drinks. We talked about work and about family stuff. We laughed and were actually having a good time. The meals arrived and the conversation never labored. There was never an uncomfortable pause. Towards the end of the meal, Donna excused herself to the ladies' room and Evan and I stared as she walked away. The lighting was just right and you could plainly see her amazing ass and that she was not wearing any panties. She's not wearing any underwear, Evan whispered. 
Nope. And she looks amazing, was my proud reply. In return, Evan blurted out, God, she's so fucking hot. You're a lucky man. Well, you were lucky on your birthday with that some years back, I responded. There's not a day that goes by that I don't think about fucking her, Evan said, as he reminisced. Neither one of us noted as Donna returned. She waited till I got up and let her in the booth. Both Evan and I were a little flustered because our conversation. What were you guys talking about? Donna exclaimed. Evan quickly replied, nothing. I immediately spoke up and said out loud, Evan was just saying how amazing your ass looks with no underwear in that dress. And he was remembering fondly how he had the good fortune of fucking you. Evan replied laughingly, it's all true. Donna didn't miss this chance and spoke up. I think about that amazing night all the time. I then asked the question I've been wanting to know the answer to for years. Evan, do you think my wife has a nice ass? Yes, it's the nicest ass I've ever seen in my life. Evan said quietly. Then why in God's name, while you were fucking her from behind, you didn't take five minutes to stop and lick her entire ass? I mean, you couldn't stop fucking her to enjoy what you call the nicest ass you've ever seen in your life? And while you're answering that, answer me this. Why, oh why, didn't you go down on her for hours? You never took the time to take your cock out of her amazing pussy and taste it. You really missed the boat on that one. I was speaking a little too loud and I could tell a couple seated behind Evan could hear every word. The guy turned casually and looked at Donna. He smiled and I knew he was thinking that he would have never missed a chance to go down on this woman. I wish I could go back in time, Evan replied. Trust me, I regret it every If I ever were given a second chance, I would spend hours licking you from head to toe. He was staring directly at Donna when he spoke. The waitress came over with a check. I didn't let her go. I gave her gift cards for the meal. After she left, I went right back into the conversation. Well, my friend, maybe someday Donna will give you that chance. It's true, Evan, Donna laughed. Maybe on my next birthday, you can treat me. It's a deal. Get ready because October is around the corner, Evan whispered to Donna. We all got up and made it out the door. We were in the restaurant for a couple of hours. The parking lot was a lot emptier and not many folks were around. We walked to the cars and like we came in, arm in arm. We were laughing and making small talk. I ran my hand across my wife's ass like I encouraged her. We arrived at the car and I got in the driver's side door of the Jeep. After giving Evan a man hug and handshake, The only two cars in that section of the parking lot were Evan's and ours. I quickly closed the door and watched as Evan opened the door for Donna. He was being a gentleman. I stared as I watched Evan hug Donna and give her a quick kiss on the lips. He was thanking us for a great night. I watched as Evan was speaking and then Donna interrupting him by grabbing him by his shirt and bringing her lips up to his. They met in a passionate kiss and I could see their mouths open as they Frenched kissed for what seemed like an eternity. While they were kissing, Donna's hands roamed to his ass, and she rubbed it gently with one sweeping motion. Then she brought one of her hands around to his front and rubbed what I'm sure was Evan's hardening cock. She found her target and massaged his cock through his straining pants. Their lips never left each other's, Evans pulled down the front of Donna's dress and caressed her exposed tits. He then stopped his kiss and brought his lips to her waiting breast. I could see his tongue and lips swirl around her hardening nipples. My cock was erect and I took the time to unzip my fly 
take out my hard cock and stroke it while I watched my wife seduce my friend once again. The two lovers went back to kissing. Donna then unbuckled Evan's pants and unzipped his fly. While she was still kissing him, she managed to pull his pants down to his knees, exposing his huge, erect cock. Donna then sat in the passenger side of the jeep. She stroked his massive cock with her tiny hand, examining it and playing with his balls. It was as if she was trying to say hello to an old friend. She was drinking in the moment and admiring his rigid cock. Then I watched as Donna lowered her head to the top of Evan's large cock. She sucked it and swirled her tongue expertly around the tip. And then she took the entire eight-inch shaft into her mouth. Her lips were touching his balls. She sucked on his cock this way for several minutes. Evan put his hand on the back of her head and started to thrust his cock back and forth into my wife's mouth. He was fucking Donna in the mouth with deep thrust, and I could see car lights going out of the parking lot, but this didn't stop these two horny lovers. I stroked my cock as I watched. Donna could see and hear what I was doing, and she reached back and took my hard cock in her hand. She proceeded to stroke my cock while she sucked on Evans. She had a rhythm going, and I was so turned on. All I could hear was her sucking on Evans' cock for all she's worth. Her other hand was playing and cupping his swelling balls and then holding and stroking his large shaft while her mouth continued to suck the cock of her husband's best friend. She left his cock and managed to lick his balls while she stroked his massive cock. She went directly back to giving him an amazing blowjob. I could not hold back as I watched my wife suck my friend's cock while he played with her beautiful tits. I shot my load in her hand and she could tell I was now satisfied. Now her main attention was focused on sucking Evan off. Her mouth was bobbing up and down on Evan's cock. He was moaning loudly, and now I knew he was close, and so did she. She concentrated and gave him head only like she can. She loved sucking cock and showed it. Evan grabbed the back of her head and whispered loudly, I'm coming. Donna kept on deep-throating his cock. Evan then thrust his cock deep into her mouth while holding my wife's head still, and shot a massive load into my wife's waiting mouth. The orgasm that seemed intense and long. Evan was moaning as his cum shot after cum shot entered her open mouth. Evan grabbed his cock and started to stroke it himself as he continued to shoot his load on my wife's face. It's like he was now directing where he wanted his cum to go. A load of cum missed her mouth and landed right on her face. I'm sure Evan shot it there on purpose. Her tongue couldn't keep up with the cum shooting out of his cock. I watched as the cum dripped from her mouth and face and land on her tits and nipples. Donna then rubbed the cum with her hands onto her wet tits. That was a very sexy sight as she used her lover's cum like it was a lotion all over her amazing tits. Donna grabbed Evan's semi-hard cock and placed her lips around his whole shaft. She stroked it with her delicate hand while her mouth was on the tip. She was coaxing all the remaining cum from her new lover's massive cock into her mouth. This lasted a minute or so, and I could hear deep, pleasurable moans coming from Evan while he watched my sexy wife drain his massive cock. The endless orgasm subsided. Evan was weak in his knees and was losing his balance. He got his composure and pulled up his pants. He buckled and zipped his cock back in its place. Donna turned and whispered, that was for you, but I loved it too. Her tits were still exposed and she dripped in Evan's cum. Evan said, that was fantastic. Again, you please me and I don't get a chance to go down on you. I spoke loudly, 
pay her back in October on her birthday. It's a date, he replied, looking at Donna for approval. Donna smiled and said, I expect you to go down on me for hours, mister. Promise, he replied. Evan gave Donna a kiss and thanked her again and said to me, You're a great friend to share her with me. What's mine is always yours, I smiled back. The car door closed and Evan got into his car smiling. He waved and blew Donna a kiss as he backed out of the parking space. He was hooked now more than ever. My friend is forever obsessed and in love with my beautiful, hot Latino wife. I sat in the car and looked at Donna as she couldn't stop smiling. Her tits were still exposed, cum still glistening on her face, mouth, chin, and nipples. Donna turned and kissed me like she'd never kissed me before. Our tongues met and we kissed for several minutes. I kissed her face, licked her tits and nipples. She thrust her breast into my face with force like she wanted me to clean them with her tongue. She moaned as I licked them all over and bit lightly on her nipples. She moaned, don't forget my face. I gently kissed her entire mouth and face until she was satisfied and clean. She looked at her tits and saw a big drop of Evan's cum lingering there. She took her fingers, dabbed the droplets up, and brought the white cum to her mouth and sucked on her fingers. She then kissed me deeply with the cum still in her mouth. I could taste Evan's cum that lingered in her mouth. You like that honey, don't you? Donna asked. Love it, I said quickly. I love you too, she smiled with approval. Now bring me home and fuck me, my wife demanded. She was playing with that part of a hot wife perfectly. She knew it turned me on. I think she was actually beginning to embrace the role. I smiled, started the car, and drove out of the parking lot. Donna's tits were still exposed. She brought her high heels up to the dashboard, spread her legs, and began fingering her clit. My cock was hard again. I couldn't drive home fast enough. Jack. Hello, Jack. (laughs) Okay, first, before I get into all this, ladies, I want to point out something. A lot of you um, question when a man lays out, or says, will you wear this? Um, will you in lays out lingerie or a dress or whatever and suggest something? Take it from this gentleman right here. He all day long thought of his hot Latino wife wearing exactly what he wanted her to wear. He was hard for her. He was knew what he wanted. He just all he could think about was her all day long, lusting for her, wanting her, her. Not anybody else, her. Have you thought about that? For the ladies that complain and and say they're demoralizing them and everything else, it's their way of saying, God, I still fucking think you're hot. I still fucking want you. It's you. It's not the girl next door. It's not the girl at the work. It's you. So if your gentleman does this, Hello, ladies. Lucky ducky you. That is a huge fucking compliment and you should embrace it. Not picking on us, but we absolutely should embrace when a man, our man or a man we're with does something like this and shows us this is his language of thinking about you sexually and finds you erotic. Okay, back to the story. Holy fuck. I'm like, it was a very slow build. I noticed how long it was. And I thought, Oh, my God. But you know, Darcy said this was worth it. So we went with it. Um, Holy fuck. Holy fuck, Jack. Are you guys still playing around? Um, Because it sounds like you have a great third here. Um, It sounds like this could be 
uh, not talking, you know, this isn't that type of show, so we're not going to talk about the um, complicated element of it. But most people that are hot wifing or whatever, um, and want a solid third don't have this blessed into their lap, they have to go find somebody they can trust and da, 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 da. think about this. You have somebody ready made for you that can have that type of relationship with you guys. And it sounds like it's already built on a solid foundation of trust. You guys are communicating openly about it, so forth and so on. Absolutely. I would be all over this with somebody. So if this is, you know, and we've talked about it. So (laughs) could you, ladies and gentlemen, and would you? Not saying this is your cup of tea or your passion or your fiance, you know, not fiance, good Lord, your fantasy. But if you had a way to have your fantasy in front of you and you knew it was solid, it was a trusting and so forth and so on, would you embrace it? Would you reach out and embrace that fantasy? That's the question, right? If we could, if we had that opportunity, would we? Would we make that jump? Would we make that leap? Hmm. Something to ask yourself, isn't it? Dear Nikki, one night when I was a senior in college, I was at my boyfriend's apartment with a couple other friends drinking and watching really bad movies when the guy started talking about going to a strip club. I was a bit upset that my boyfriend was all into it. I asked why I wasn't enough. And he was like, it's just a place to have a drink where the girls are pretty. It was better than looking at the other guys all night. As the conversation kept going, one of his friends said that if I was so upset about it, I should go to the amateur night and dance for them. I laughed because I never, ever saw myself like that. I'm busty. And back then, just curvy. I didn't have the baby belly I have now. But I really never thought about it being topless in public. The more we drank, the more they kept saying go do it. So finally said I would. And since it was a weekday night, I wasn't worried about a big crowd. So that week, I went into Victoria's Secrets and bought a pretty thong and bra set to a sheer robe to cover up. I was so, so nervous when I got there. I was shaking. I went in and signed in and saw there were only two other girls there for amateur night. I was told to go in the back change and wait my turn, but I could go out and sit at the sidebar and watch. At the bar, I slammed two shots of tequila while I waited. The other girls went up and were doing the pole work and teasing the guys so well, I almost ran out. And then I heard them call my name. I almost pissed myself right there. I walked around the back to the stage, the music and started and I got on stage. Shaking, I grabbed the pole when I heard the men shouting and cheering. I twirled a little and started flirting with my boyfriend and the other guys he was with. Off came the robe, and I was on stage in a bra and thong. Then the first song ended, and when the second started, I was instructed that is when the bra comes off. By now, the shots had hit, and I slowly removed the bra while starting to this very sexy silver fox sat just off stage. The bra came off, and the crowd got loud. I'm a 38 double D all natural, and the noise was like crack. I loved it. I started sliding and humping the pole, on the floor playing with my tits and pussy over the thong. When the third song had ended, I had about $31 bills on the stage. I thought this was great. When I walked off the stage, I was told I had three private dances lined up. This blew my mind. 
I went back through the curtain to the private room and there was the silver box. He was sitting in a chair and I was told I can do anything, but he couldn't touch me. They said he had paid for only one song, so I started grinding on him to the music as soon as it started. As I moved and wiggled on his lap, I put my tits in his face and realized I was so turned on. I moved my hips and felt his fingers try to touch my crotch. I slid to the side and felt his fingers go inside my thong and find my pussy. He whispered how wet I was and pushed his finger in deeper. I know, I moaned, but tried to stay cool so he wouldn't get into trouble. I let him finger me until the song ended and was sorry he left. The next guy who had a dance was one of my boyfriend's buddies. He said he always thought I was hot and wanted to fuck me. I didn't realize my thong was pulled to the side and when he saw my pussy, he tried the same thing. I moved, so my back was to him and grinding his hand, and he got two fingers inside me. It was so fucking hot. I smiled at the bouncer, who wasn't really paying much attention, and continued getting fingered by my boyfriend's good friend. When I got off his hand, I turned and saw how hard he was and how wet his fingers were. The song ended, and he licked his fingers. We talked briefly and said my boyfriend can't find out. The third guy was this really old man who the club knew and I found out that he got away with stuff. He said he saw me getting fingered and wanted to do it to my ass. The bouncer turned away and I bent over and through the song he fucked my ass with his finger. I almost came right there. Being fingered in public was so hot. When his turn was done, I finished there. I went in the back and the manager asked me if I wanted to join the lineup. I giggled and said no, it was a one night thing. I got dressed and left with my boyfriend. When we got home, he fucked me really good. But all I could think about was the three guys who had fingers inside me just about 90 minutes earlier. Joanna. Yeah, this was really hot. I first thought that she was just going to go to a strip club to see what it was all about and, and watch with them and have conversation, which I still think is hot. <laughs> You know, I may not get strippers. And um, I thought maybe this would also lead to her boyfriend paying for a lap dance for her and he can watch and those kind of things, which is still really hot. Um, Did not see this coming. um, The amateur night. I'm very, very, very proud. You stepping outside that box and taking that chance, even though you were curvy. Curvy's hot. Women have curves. We have hips. We have tits. It's hot. And it seems like the more we embrace whatever curves we have, may they be slim, may they be actually hourglass or apple or pear or whatever fruit and object we want to describe them, the more we own them, the more confidence we have, the sexier as fuck as we are. The thing about us curvy girls is you can really grab our hips and fuck us hard. A nice, deep fucking. Ladies, I know I like one. What about you? Could you, if your boyfriend's friend, and I'm wondering if the boyfriend's friend that said, why don't you go to amateur night is the second guy that fingered her. That's what I'm wondering. And I, I, my bet is it is because I'm thinking if I, it's one of those, I wonder if I, you know, liquid courage and thing. And why is it always tequila? Not, I mean, me for me, it'd probably, you know, you could dance sincerely vodka or sincerely tequila. And I have two shirts, one that says um, life happens. That's why there's tequila. And the other one's V is for vodka. So there you go. Um, But could you with a little liquid courage or if you don't drink, 
just a muster of you can do it. You can do it all that. You know, that kind of thing. Sorry, Rob Schneider. <laughs> that was horrible impression. Could you? And would you do it? I don't know. I have two left feet. So I broke my foot walking a straight line. I don't know if I could do this um, and, and seem sexy and have my shit together. Though I'd try, I think. What do you think? Do you want to see it? <laughs> I'd really like to know. Dear Nikki, I'm 49 and I'll be totally honest. Most people think I'm in my 30s. I stand just 5'1", 125 pounds with nice tits, athletic ass and a rock hard set of abs where for my upcoming birthday, I'm getting a tattoo. I've worked hard for the past few years and I just reached the point of deciding it's time to live a little. To be honest, my sexuality has been on the back burner until recently when it could no longer be contained. And after a few incidents of self-reflection, I realized I was sitting on a powder gag of pent up sex and it was time for my own sex party. My story starts in a German pub and the beers were fantastic. A little hole in the wall where the owners took a lot more time on the food and service than worrying about what the place looked like. My kind of joint. I decided today was the day for adventure and started looking online for adult bookstores in the area and found that there was one a couple miles away. I brought a bag with my slut gear, which included some black thigh highs with lace around the tops, a short leather skirt that fit me so perfectly, and suede high heel boots that just said, I want to fuck. I finished my last German stout and called for a taxi. He pulled up just outside the restaurant. To add fuel to the fire, I noticed the driver was a good-looking guy in his 50s, tall, very distinguished-looking. He had parked alongside the pub. I opened the rear door that slid in the passenger side. That's when my fantasy started turning into reality, changing into the slutty clothes in the back of the cab while the driver watches. He said, where to? I gave him the address and asked him if he minded waiting a couple minutes before we left. He said, that was fine. And then I said, this may seem strange, but would you mind if I change in the car? He agreed, and I noticed the curious fascination across his face as he glanced at me in the rearview mirror. To make things more interesting, he was driving an SUV, and he pulled alongside the pub with my window up next to the propane tank, but in plain view of some of the guys in the drinking in the pub. Did I have the nerve to change in front of my new driver and the drinks in the bar? I said, what the hell? Here goes, and started undressing. My taxi driver was doing his darndest to keep his eyes forward, but the rear view gave him an easy shot of me. While I sternly but insincerely told him to keep his eyes looking ahead, I knew he was about to break his neck trying to get a glance at his passenger, all while I was starting to attract the attention of people in the bar as I stuck my thigh-high clad leg up over the front seat so I could pull the leather skirt up around my waist. I asked the cab if he liked what he saw and invited him to turn around and he was getting a peek at my hose the entire package. He said, well then, are you ready to get out of here? I'd given him the address when I started changing into my silk top while driving down the main street. He said, fuck, and made a hard turn into a right-hand turn lane as I sat there half out of my bra. I think he knew my nipples were hard. He said, hang on, and made a right on red, when I noticed he had just passed a cop he referred to as Sid. He said, not that you really qualify for public nudity, but he will keep us here all afternoon if we get pulled over. The police car sped forward and out of sight when the driver asked me if I realized we were going to the kind of sketchy part of town. I told him I'm from out of town and didn't know much about the area, 
but that according to the internet, the adult book and toy store I had asked him to take me to was upscale and nice. He just laughed out loud and said, what's your name? I told him Rita. He said, well, Rita, you can get almost anything you want there, but we're headed for a little neon clad hot spot between a used car salvage and an abandoned hosiery mill. He said he'd be happy to take you and even offered to be my escort. During what was turning into a hot ride, our conversation turned to sex, and I asked him if I was the first out-of-town hottie he'd given a ride to an adult toy store. He just laughed and said it was fairly common, and his name had gotten around with women who'd want to go there, and he told me several hot stories about his rides. When we arrived, his description was totally spot on, down to the dark windows and the pink neon sign. He got out, opened my door, and the next thing I knew, we were in the toy store, and this man was helping me pick out a garter. I was astonished by all the toys, lotions, videos, and bought a couple of magazines, a video, and was thinking it was time to leave when my driver said, can I recommend a toy? I was flattered and curious, and he pointed out to a panty vibrator with a remote control, which I heard a lot of, but not seen before. I was getting wound up sexually like never before, and was actually a little hyper. Again, he asked, are you ready to get out here? And as I flipped around my hand and hit an unsteady rack of dildos, what happened next would only be described as raining dicks. <laughs> they hit the floor with a loud bang, and there had to be 15 or 20 dildos, and I was so embarrassed I couldn't see straight as the clerk, very irritated at this point, popped around the corner. My new best friend was on the floor gathering up and replacing adult toys back on the shelf and smoothing things over with the clerk. He was my new best friend. We paid up and left, and I told him to take me back to my car when he suggested that we go to the grill he knew about. And then, out of nowhere, he said, Now let's discuss that new toy of yours. Are you up for a little sex treat? I said, What the hell? I flashed a cop and destroyed an adult toy display. Why not? He told me to take out the panties that came with my new garter and get to the panty vibe out. My hands were shaking with excitement to such a point I could barely get the package apart and open up the vibe and put the panties on, which held a little butterfly-looking clip vibrator against my pussy. Now, hand me the remote control. This was getting steamy. He said, I hope you're hungry. As we pulled into this very nice bar and grill, and soon we were seated at a high top table that showed off my legs and short skirt. My pussy was wet and throbbing at the thought of having my driver in complete control of something that would stimulate my clit in the middle of a bar. To start with, we just ordered drinks from a waitress that honestly looked like she might be able to fulfill one of my other fantasies, a first lesbian experience. She was blonde, petite, about my size, and just glowed with sexual energy. The damnedest thing happened as we finished the drink order. He laid the remote to the vibrator on the table, almost if handing it to our waitress and smiled. It was obvious she knew exactly what this was and smiled with the cutest little grin you've ever seen and said, Oh, I have one just like that. And she picked it up and walked away to get our drinks. Ten seconds later, my clit started throbbing as our waitress turned it on. She would only leave it on for 15 or 20 seconds. And she started coming to our table with a huge smile on her face. Every time she came to the table, she would ask if her service was acceptable. I just smiled and after our drinks arrived, I told her I needed ice water. At that point, she put her hand in her pocket and smiled and looked deep into my eyes at me and turned on the vibrator. 
and left it on, and I came so hard, and I thought I would fall through the stool of the high top table. My driver slowly pushed my legs apart and used his cell phone to get a picture of my pussy and said, why don't you let me get a look? And I did. At this point, my pussy was dripping and throbbing so much I could barely control myself. The waitress brought the check, smiled, gave us the bill along with the remote. We gave her a huge tip, paid the bill, and I literally floated on an orgasm back to the cab. We got in the car and the driver started egging me on, handing me one of the magazines and told me to look at the photos and describe for him what I was seeing. As I did, he told me to pull my skirt up and put my boots on the dash so he could see my legs. He started taking cell phone pics of me and for the next hour and a half drove me home, turning on the vibrator with that damn remote until I finally took it out and asked him to touch me while he drove the car. We pulled into my place and I didn't invite him in. He just followed me and I pushed him onto the bed and fucked his brains out. After those hours of foreplay, we just went to him putting his fat cock in me and slamming me hard until I came over and over and over until we were both spent. We collapsed from complete exhaustion and it looked like he was about to go to sleep and I gently said to my dear and cherished driver, husband, what's the bill for the taxi? He just smiled and said, don't worry about it. I started a tab because this ride has only just begun. Nikki, we love you and this podcast. We can't wait for Wednesdays to hear the sexiest voice on the planet with stories that delight and arouse Rita and Alan. I call Alan her beloved, by the way. <laughs> oh my God. They, I, you two have you going. You guys kind of mentioned this a little bit and I didn't see this playing out at all. But um, I hope someone's taking note of this. Hint, hint. Um, <laughs> Holy fucking shit, you do. I'm, you know, this show is going a little long. I didn't stop to vibe. And I've, yeah, I've got a dentist appointment like in an hour and a half after recording. Um, I don't know how I'm going to get the dentist because he's hot. <laughs> he's so fucking attractive. You two are amazing. I hope there are people like you out there doing this. I know when I go to dinner, or take myself to lunch and I see a man and a or I see anybody in couples or a group or whatever. I, you know, if I see them on their phone or if I just see them intimately talking or just talking, I'm wondering if there's a sexual conversation going on or are they vibing each other? And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if like if it's a man or a woman or a man and a man or a woman, or a woman. I'm like, do they have, and I'm watching, I'm really watching. And like they, you know, some, vibes have phone apps. So I'm really watching because I know some of them, not all of them, but most, and I'm really paying attention. And in my mind, I'm like, I hope they're sexting each other. And, you know, maybe they're dropping in new windows. Are they having the that's how my mind works. And I'm sorry, but the faster I talk, I'm aroused, by the way, I don't know if I've said that yet or not. Holy shit, you do. I love you guys. I keep reaching out. You guys are absolutely a joy and make me smile every week. If you I do you guys do this? Do you are you guys do you have stories like this? This is exactly what I love to hear that you're reaching outside that box and exploring your partner. And if you're in some kind of partnership or marriage or relationship, or however you want to label it and makes it feel you feel good. Are you doing this? Are you I was talking to somebody that uh, was somewhere and he mentioned that he was going out to dinner and next door was 
the adult toy store and next door to that was a, a Asian restaurant. And I said, I could see you saying just a moment, I left something in the car, going next door, buying an adult toy, buying a vibrator, coming back, slipping it across the table and telling me to go put it in and doing this exact thing, Rita, I could see him doing this. I really, really could. And the question is, would you? I guess that's not really a question because he's told me he would, right? Ladies and gentlemen, would you do this? I, I'm in love with this. Keep it going, Rena and beloved. Keep it going, Alan. You're awesome. Ladies, this is a type of guy um, that redeemed himself. And Rita, what you guys went through and refound and recommunicated 100% down for it. And we won't go through the complications of what you guys have been through. It's it's your business, not ours or anybody else's, but good for you. Communicate people, work on those chain links, communicate, 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 and you can have this much fun in your own definition of sexually exploring with yours. And that's what I have to say about that. And I think this is a great time to end for the day. I want to thank you for joining me. Thank you for all the support that you guys do. I really, really, really do appreciate it. Um, if you haven't stopped by my merch site, um, have a little nutty. Let's see those mugs on your business table, on your office table. I want to see some of those, your tilted halos, your defined naughties, your I do naughty nicelys. Let's show the world in a very innuendo way that we're naughty. That's what I love. Don't forget, you can also find me on Patreon, $5 a month and something special coming up, hopefully in the month of April. I will be having conversations with the people behind the stories, asking those questions of why and how and is it still going on? Some of the things I've been asking here and just having that conversation of what made you take that leap and what still keeps you there. And hopefully that's coming in April. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave a positive feedback wherever you find your other favorite podcast. And in closing, let me lay beside you and run my fingers through your chest, across your nipples, down your body, cupping your sex, exploring your legs, feel my breath on your body. I want to lick every fucking inch of you. And any juices you give me, too. What do you think? Would you let me? I'd really want to know. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. Bye for now. <laughs>